Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, welcome back. We are talking 13 Reasons Why Season 2 Cargo. Some hidden gems on Netflix and news. After these messages, we'll be right back. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about, about this before the show started. I remember this song from It Takes Two. Actually, you guys the don't. reason we're... I'm going to give you guys the reason in a second of why we're actually playing this song today. All right. But, hey guys, welcome back. You are watching Netflix Picks. I'm Rick Hong, and I'm joined by my cast, Amy Sandra Martinez. Oh, me first? <laughs> oh, hi guys, yes. That is my name, and I am here. Steve Kaufman. Steve Kaufman is here. What'll it be? I'm pantomiming a little... Uh, a little uh, shake. Oh, uh, bartending, bartending action. A little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of that. What'll it be? That's not, that's not what we're doing. The song, and we've got Ashley Cheney. Oh wait, see, the reason we're playing this song is because Ashley Cheney was dancing a little too hard last night. She hurt her hip, so oh, that's why I'm playing the whoa, hippie, hippie whoa. shake. So she couldn't wow. be here. But no, nah, I'm just was... kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is a reason we are playing this song, though. <laughs> I thought that I thought the obscure pull was it takes two. No, was... we're not talking Mary Kate and Ashley. If we're going to talk <laughs> an Olsen not? sister, we're going to be talking Elizabeth Olsen. Um, well, yes, yeah. But so, okay. Right now, what we're going to do is we are going to talk some Netflix original releases. And Steve Kaufman, you watched the movie Cargo that starred Martin Freeman. Whew. I saw a short film from Australia called Cargo many years ago. It is on YouTube. Hit me up in the chat or in the comments. I'll give you the link to it. It was wonderful. I watched a full-length feature film this, this weekend. This is the short film, the YouTube, not the release yet. I watched another film called Cargo on Netflix this Friday that I did not enjoy at all. And I second that. I second that. Oh so it was not good. And the funny thing is, I had not seen the short film. Therefore, I was like, ah, you know what? I can wait to watch the short film because I just wasted about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes watching Cargo, the movie with Martin Freeman, hoping oh. that it was going to be good. But And I think what frustrates me about not enjoying this version of Cargo, like this like, I can understand if it was just a hacky zombie apocalypse movie, because spoilers, it's about a zombie, like, it's about it's, a zombie apocalypse so, in Australia. Yeah, it's, it's like post-apocalyptic, it's like this dad who has a baby and he's trying to get across Australia during, yeah, like a zombie yeah. epidemic, and it's just slow and not really threatening. But, like, I, I think what frustrated me was how slow it was and how much art was involved, but just wasn't poignant enough for me. Because there there was... It's in, like... It's not in Sydney, Australia. It's in, like, the middle of nowhere Australia. And the zombies taking over humanity, there's an allegory to, like, what happened to the aboriginal Australians... At that, like at that time, like there's something there, and like I I enjoyed that, but it wasn't 
strong enough for me. Like the characters didn't resonate with me. Like I, I agree. Like it moved so slow and like no one actually felt in peril because everyone was already kind of in peril. It was really. And keep in mind, this is also Martin Freeman who is now doing a Australian accent. That's that wasn't even the top ten reasons I didn't enjoy. No, this I'm, just, I'm just like yeah. I'm just like I'm like I'm letting everybody else. Yeah. Like usually, when you think of Martin Freeman, you're either thinking that he's you know doing an American accent or he's doing an English accent, British, I should say. Yeah. But this one, he's doing a Australian accent, which isn't bad, but it's not. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's not, you, no, no, no. The accents, it's not it has nothing to do with the accent okay. necessarily, but like just the movie wasn't good. But what are the differences between the short and the film? Um, other than the time, the short was seven minutes in, and it got you there immediately. Damn. That like all the beat, like most of the got beats it. that happened in the film, minus the ending, also happened in the short. But they all happened in seven minutes. Because I personally, I think this was a seven minute story, and I think that's part of the problem. Like they you just pile it, you piled on to what was just a seven minute story, or maybe this could have been a. Black Mirror half hour episode. No, Black Mirror's not even half hour, is it? Black Mirrors are usually hour. Okay, so yeah, could it be? Could it have been? Do you no, think? because there's not. I see what you mean by like a serial drama. Oh short no, no I'm, story. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Look, yeah, one. So basically, what you're saying is that it works for seven minutes. It doesn't work. It doesn't really. Something, trying to stretch that story doesn't help. I applaud what they did versus what a lesser filmmaker would have done which is a lesser filmmaker would have been would have made it about the blood the guts the gore the paint by numbers plot i applaud the attempt here of doing something way slower and more subtle it didn't work for me how far into the film were you like this sucks half hour 35, okay. 35, 40 minutes. The problem is, is that when you do like this, like weird, like barren, apocalyptic, like you have to go on this journey, then at some point, like you're, you're constantly like waiting for like, okay, maybe, maybe this thing is going to be happening soon. And there are beats in it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is with those beats, it doesn't get more intense. So that's the problem. So it doesn't build. So by the time you're done with it, it's like, oh, okay. So it's like listening to like a song or something and like you're waiting for like the chorus or this, that, but instead you just, you just Never keep comes. listening. Yeah. You're just listening to the song <laughs> and it's going, you're like, okay, great. You might get this like little boom and you're like, great. And, yeah. but there's no, just like, ah, it's like <laughs> rocking out. You're like, I mean like this one, it's like, for <laughs> goodness sake. And then like, and then you're jamming right away, you know? Uh-huh. That's such so. a good song. I'm so glad we opened up. Yeah. Poor, <laughs> poor Ashley Cheney. I mean, gosh. She is know. okay, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> All um, right. So, I mean, take it, take it from two of the three and like the two guys that actually watched this and we said that we were going to and we were excited about it you can pass on cargo don't waste your time it's like the cloverfield paradox i actually mm. had a friend of mine hit me up over the weekend say what do you? i was like dude don't even do me it too. so it was great <laughs> but um amy you and i watched 13 reasons why mm-hmm. how far did you get into season two episode one or i'm sorry into yeah the season uh i've finished the first episode and a little bit of the second episode no here is the thing obviously we all know there was a lot of controversy that's not a word controversy (laughs) last season with the first season and the way it ended and you know all of all of the issues that it presented so immediately starting off this season i was a little bit hesitant i was one of the people out there that actually felt that the first season did a good job what it was trying to do. Um, but it, just starting this season, I was kind of confused as to why it was even happening in the first place. Uh, it didn't feel like it needed to happen. 
Um, and so then just starting, it's like, okay, we'll just try to go into it with an open mind and just want to say we're, we're in the group, uh, we're in the chat. So if you guys have any feedback about 13 reasons why or anything mm-hmm. that we talk about, please join us. Um, yeah. So the first episode, I told you I got eight minutes into it and I was like, eh, not right now. <laughs> so I did finish the first episode and it's, it feels weird. It feels weird. Um, a lot of it, I, I don't know if it's just because I, I'm a different person than I was a year ago, but they, they're pushing a lot of things on us. So when they yeah. put the music and it's super intense, it's kind of like, okay, no, I got it. I, I know what you're trying to make me feel, but I'm not feeling it. And a lot of things just feel too dramatic that they don't feel believable. And that's something that in the last season, at least for me, it felt very possible. Like, you know, those things happen. Um, and and I, even in this season, yeah, those things can happen, but there's something about it that I'm just not not feeling. Mm. But and I'm going to I'm going to still continue watching it. I'm going to take my time with it because there's a lot of other things that I'm trying to watch. But this for sure just went down the list and, you know, in my watch list. It got it got pushed down. News-wise, yeah. news-wise Friday was a really terrible day for this yeah. for season 2 yeah. to drop. Yeah. Well, they actually Canceled yeah. the premiere for 13 Reasons Why because they felt like that was not being respectful mm-hmm. to what happened. So, which I thought was a, which I thought was a cl- very classy move. But yeah. I did what I kind of said I was going to try to do. So I finished watching the pilot episode. Then I decided just to kind of skip to the finale of season one, and I I feel like I kind of got the gist of it. Then I popped in episode one of season two. And yeah, I got I didn't get that far into it where I was like, yeah, this just isn't my thing, but it really resonated for a lot of people at Afterbuzz. I mean, 13 Reasons Why season 1 was a huge hit. There is going to be coverage for 13 Reasons Why season 2 for you viewers at home that are probably hardcore, you want to know more, talk more in depth about it. I'll let you know when that panel airs, but or if you guys are curious about the first season, we have it here. Go find it on mm-hmm. Afterbuzz TV. Do you want to say Xavier Jones said he binged the entire second season on Friday night and Saturday night? with his girl um, and he really did like the first season and then he said I like the second season I agree not as good as season one um, but still good quality over Alexa and Katie or Riverdale second season season two I mean those are completely different but I, I it's up to you you know like what you like as far as quality and what that really means to you um, but yeah I, I think no matter what it's it's getting people talking about issues like that, and I'm all for that. Yeah, but starting you- starting a conversation and knowing that you're not alone, mm-hmm. and t- like talking about. I mean, this this stuff is like real life stuff. So talking about yeah. it and like creating content about it um, is yeah, it's it's needed. What's strange, I think. I mean, like I said, just starting off this second season is that it starts with just kind of making it about. The fact that Hannah, you know, committed suicide and it's kind of a bother to people. And I'm already on the defense about that because I'm like, are you kidding me? This is how we're going to start? Which maybe it's a good thing because you're already starting with feelings that are like very passionate mm-hmm. and that's what you want with a show. Um, so, yeah. And and there's parts at the beginning. I mean, literally hard, hardly any spoilers since this is just the first episode but they're talking about how it's just um not i mean i said inconvenient but more like they can't talk about it at school and i'm like 
that's the opposite of what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So that's confusing. But and if that's the problem, that's you should be exploring that. Like, why aren't exactly. they talking about it? No, it's, or are they forced it's a, it's to? A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a legal issue. That's it's going. A, that's it's a, that's that's, cool, that's going along the storyline. Okay. Then but that's I worth still exploring. I'm like that's really dumb because you should have counselors everywhere. But I again mm-hmm. I have lots of opinions, which is great because thank you for the show for giving us. You know, the ideas of having opinions about things <laughs> like this when we couldn't before. Um, and yeah, just let us know. Again, um, Xavier Jones is a really big fan of the show. So thank you for all your comments. And, and joining us Xavier, in the we chat. always love you watching, man. And chiming thank in in the chat so and much. the comments and everything, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, these, so these two were like the kind of the big Netflix, like original film, original television shows that dropped over the weekend. However, someone that's in the know at Netflix and seems to go to these carpets and let's like, let's, we're going to liven it up just a little bit from Cargo what? and from 13 <laughs> Reasons Why. I'm going to yes. give you 13 Reasons Why you actually should be tuning in is because our own very Amy Cassandra Martinez has some. Um, exciting things that she did over the weekend. Guys. (laughs) This weekend was especially exciting and honestly this was all yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday was a very big day. Yesterday was Saturday. It was the weekend. Yesterday was Saturday. Wow. I am so confused (laughs) with what day it is. Yes. Yesterday was Saturday for us here in the States. What we're going to see are just uh, a few pictures and a couple little short Instagram videos that I took yesterday. I was at the Netflix FYC space. That is F-Y-S-E-E, which is kind of like for your consideration, but Netflix mixed it up and did it with S-E-E, like C, like you're watching. Um, So we're just going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to talk about two different shows that I was... um, so freaking like ecstatic to excited and ecstatic that is a new word i just made it up um excited exta- like even just talking about it i'm i'm we're, not we're gonna, gonna apologize doing that every for, week and we're gonna try to make ecstatic happen ecstatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking about this day yesterday obviously if you're listening maybe you can hear my giddiness um and if you're watching you can obviously see it okay so this first picture uh jessica jones so and I mean, if you guys can't notice too, it's like Amy's wearing a black leather jacket to be in theme, and, like Jessica Jones. And we are currently hair twins, so obviously, I think that really pulls the look all together. I'm giving the most the the fiercest look I have, <laughs> um, and I'm trying to kind of punch the camera, but not really. Everything was safe, so this was right. Oh, I wish I wish you would just had a beer in your hand instead. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, it's whiskey, uh, but no, I, yeah. Um, and then this next little video that I'm going to show you guys is a little behind the scenes action of what happens when a cast or, you know, a group of people is on the red carpet. They're getting their pictures taken and yeah, this is what you can see. So we have Rachel Taylor. So I'm just going to say their character names actually. Um, so it's Trish, Jessica, Melissa Rosenberg is actually the creator, so she's in the middle. Total rock star. Female showrunner. Mm. Yes. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Jessica Jones, um, well, I'm going to spoil something for you. <laughs> That's Jessica's mom right next uh, to her, right there. And then it's Malcolm. They were super nice, and I love watching them take pictures because I feel like we could all learn from them. Jessica, well, Kristen Ritter, for example, she was just like, moving around and making it like super. I don't know. I when I try to take a picture on a carpet, I'm super dorky about it. So just watching them on the carpet with all the paparazzi just doing that, I'm like, okay, good for you. There is a weird media training necessary 
right? To just like kind of pose. I don't know. I like being a cardboard stand up like this next picture that we're about to see of Amy Cassandra Martinez standing <laughs> well, with Christian Ritter, well, I believe. Wait a second. And, oh, there we go. Yeah, I mean, um, so well, so Amy Cassandra Martinez sits here and says, "Oh yeah, we're like twins. We got like the black leather jacket. We got the same color hair." And then I'm like, "And we got the same. Oh wait, same height? No, that's not right. You know, height does not matter. Height does not matter." Um, Here's the thing. There's That's what I've been trying to tell the ladies all the time. <laughs> all six it's foot two of me. <laughs> six foot two. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Um, the thing about Kristen Ritter is if you follow her on Instagram or if you know anything about her, you know that she's kind of the opposite of Jessica Jones. She's super bubbly and just like a really nice person to be around. Um, Jessica Jones is kind of different. Um, but yeah, no, we had so much fun, and I started off the interview by just asking her about her dog. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta build that rapport. Of course, because, you know, at this point, she's gotten a million questions about the same thing. And after that, I asked her about the difference between knitting and crocheting. And she turned to her publicist, and she said, wow, these are really great questions. <laughs> and I was like, you're welcome. And then, of course, we got fully into the interview, you know, just geeking out about Jessica Jones. Um, and then the next picture here, we, guys, what you are about to see is absolutely amazing. I still... Oh. Wait, 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 but which, which, one's, which, which, which one's more? Is it, is no, it Jessica Jones here. or is it, is it Amy Cassandra Martinez? Is it... Stranger Things. <gasps> um, you know, it is hard to put into words if, which, like, which one's my favorite. Like, n- no, I can't, I can't, but I have to say I geeked out. I geeked out a lot with both, and I think you're getting it right now. Just, like, <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, my God. Okay. So, what you can see here in the picture for uh, you podcast listeners is Noah freaking Schnapp. And then behind him uh, is Miss... Millie Bobby Brown. So, these these amazing individuals were super freaking adorable, nice, talented, well-spoken, um, I spoke to Noah first. I mean, Amy Cassandra Martinez for the first time felt like she was talking to peers oh, as opposed to talking to adults. Oh my god! Someone is obsessed. Um, well, actually, uh, Noah was very kind of um, funny <laughs> because I mean, E actually, E Entertainment was right next to us and. He asked something about the Kardashians, which led me to kind of ask a different question that was like, okay, well, who would you like to have come on the show? No limitations at all. He said Albert Einstein. He said, what? You said no limitations. And I was like, okay, yes, <laughs> you're right. So um, he later said another answer. You'll have to watch that interview because I'm right. not going to give you the whole thing right now. But yeah, super fun. And then freaking, I mean, Millie. Millie. Millie, they told me, uh, the PR came up to me, and sometimes this happens, where, you know, they have time constraints, and they say, you only have two questions. So, here I am thinking I'm going to have a while with her, so I have a whole list of questions in my mind, and uh, yeah, I asked her too, and she she just knocked them out of the park, and she had a really nice power suit on, so it's black uh, blazer, and then very nice black pants, and I think, like, she can totally rock that look. She had a very bright... Um, shoes on. They're like yellow, nice right? Little, they yeah. look like little like yellow. They look yes. like clogs. <laughs> they're little not clogs. I know they're not clogs. No, but they they're look they're strappy heels. Okay. Uh, podcast podcast listeners. And now here is a video of Noah and Millie just, just posing for pictures. Yep. 
Um, this was after the event was over. It was a very small carpet, which I, I really enjoy those because that means they make it through all of us. Sure. Yes. And yeah, it was it was a completely amazing experience. I still am on cloud eleven. I've used that Ba-ba. multiple times, but yeah, absolutely grateful to be there. And yes, all of these people that I talk to are very, very sweet, and I'm not just saying that. If they weren't, I would just not say anything. But yeah, so Rest assured, everyone's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Amy Cassandra yeah. Martinez thinks that she's cool. She's like, oh, I went to the Netflix character, whatever. Hey, dude, I talked to Jody Foster yesterday, and I'll tell you what, Steve Kaufman, KUF, M-A-N-N, oh. handles the YouTube channel for The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Boom. You guys are, like, I, don't, I hope you guys, you know, listening, watching, <laughs> all of that, uh, really appreciate us, because... You're just making us sound fantastic. There is a person that we do appreciate here at yeah, AfterBuzz TV. Sure. That is our very own fearless leader. Guys, do you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? Yes. For those of you who do, we have the podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. You that's not a typo. It's free. Be sure to rate and comment and when you do, let Maria know that it was us, the Netflix picks. That's right. After show, show on Afterbuzz TV that sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Go and check it out. Hey, go download, go do it. This is what we're checking out right now is we're going to be talking some non-Netflix releases. So these are like not originals, but stuff that's on Netflix for you guys to watch. And I'm going to start it off right now because last week I told you that I watched Cheers. And Where everybody no, Yep, no, it's your name. Exactly. So there's 11 seasons of Cheers, which I didn't watch all 11 seasons. No, 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 no. I cheated. What I did was I watched. No. So, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a no. point. There's a point to this. So oh I, I watched I watched the pilot last week, which was great. Then I got to the goodbye Shelly Long episodes. Mm-hmm. Then I got to the finale because I was trying to gear up to watch Frasier, which I want to be talking about today, and I realized that I'm all caught up on Cheers. I didn't have to go through 11 seasons, which was great. Then I popped in Frasier, or I guess you can't say popped in. I, I clicked on Frasier. I oh, watched it, well, yeah. and the interesting thing and what's great about this pilot is you don't need to watch Cheers. They answer all the questions of who is Frasier Crane mm-hmm. and all the different new characters that are in the show. Even the dog, which I thought was hilarious. If, so, anything, they, if anything, they make it harder for you to understand how he could have hung out at a bar before the, like no, I get it if anything they just created a character so separate from the like some some weeks just in ex machina in the corner of like actually no that's what this is I'm drinking a beer like that's what he was in <laughs> cheers whereas on Frasier, he's actually a very self-actualized character. Yeah, I mean, this is this is Kelsey Grammer. I'm the legendary Kelsey Grammer, and this is more about family dynamics as opposed to when you go to a bar and it's about friends. So but that's family. 
Yeah, yeah, and no, and everybody has like you know weird family or like there's like issues. So like it was, it's it's good. And like I like I said, the great thing about this, like I realized, oh, I didn't need to watch any of Cheers to watch this, and which I think is brilliant, and it's a good idea when something is a spinoff where. Because like that's what I never really try to tune in for is because like I haven't gone through all of Cheers. I know the basics, but I don't want to try to jump into a new series when I you know it's based on a, a different character. Mm-hmm. But didn't need to do that. So also I will point out if you watch Cheers, Frasier, if you had like went back to anyone who was watching Cheers in the eleven years that Cheers ran and said that there's going to be a very popular spinoff from the show. Oh, of course the show's amazing and it's Doctor Frasier Crane and he's in Seattle. Hold up, what? That silly bar show is going to have just, like, a really thoughty, heady, like, spinoff. Like, the most successful spinoff in the history of television, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Some I'm not will, sure. I don't know um, about that one. But, but I mean, you also have, I mean, you also have, like, Mork, um, Mork and Mindy was spun off of Happy Days. But Mork and Mindy's Monday, not as successful Tuesday, as Frasier. Like, if you, if success. No, I know, I know, I know. success by I know. years, I think it's one of the most successful spinoffs in the history of television. Okay, between Cheers and Frasier, so far, from what you've seen, which one do you prefer? For me, I think it would be more currently, it would be more Cheers, because there are more characters. Mm-hmm. There's more characters. There's more going on mm-hmm. with those characters currently. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, with Frasier, it's a smaller cast. Mm-hmm. It's more, I feel like it's more insular, insular. Yeah. And then also, I feel like the show is, as like Steve kind of said, it's it's more mature. Right. So maybe I'm a little, yeah. like, you know, because I'm a young guy. You're totally I'm, a, I'm a young yeah. guy. It's mature, versus love, bro. So, and, and here's the thing. I mean, you guys know. I, I love my beer. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. If it's, a, if it's a show in a bar, I mean, that's that's why I watched How I Met Your Mother for so many you know, seasons. So, But Amy Cassandra Martinez, you have a show that you revisited or watched. I, I didn't revisit this one. You... I, well, actually, yes. It, well, it is a revisit. I started watching Parks and Rec a few months ago. I think it was around the same time that I started watching The Office for the first time. Oh, wow. It was more than a few months ago, actually. So it's cool. So, like, I was talking Frasier, which is probably, like, in, uh, mid, like somewhere in the 90s class. Like, you're talking yeah. Parks and Rec, which mm-hmm. is, like, in 2000. Like, you know, it's it's been on the air for a couple, couple, couple was, years I want to say 02 or 03, and then yeah. it was... So gone. I'm not I'm like, talking yeah. when it was so gone. Like, so some, it was, some version of classics. I'm talking 90s. Amy's talking the 2000s. Sorry. So Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks, whoa, 2009 through 2015. Wow. Got it. Okay. So not. Okay. T- I mean, but like, but it started in 2009. So go ahead. Yes. So I started watching this, like I said, around the same time as The Office, and I stopped watching Parks and Rec because The Office was just I don't know a little bit better for what I wanted to watch at the time. Binge The Office. Finished it. Uh, by January, and I haven't really gone back to Parks and Rec until this week. And it turns out I was somewhere in season two, and I don't remember getting that far. It's kind of one of those things where you just turn it on, and you're like, huh, that's Mm. fun. Oh, wow, I've seen four. (laughs) Okay, cool. It's also been interesting to see... Because it's an easy 22 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like an easy 22 minutes. I mean, in its its run, it was a half-hour sitcom Mm -hmm. on NBC, just like Frasier was, Mm -hmm. but, but like 22 minutes. Right. Um, it's been fun to see Chris Pratt, <clears throat> Star-Lord, <laughs> like back in the day, and then to see Aubrey Plaza, which, you know, now we can see her in Legion. To, to, I don't know. Like, it's just so weird because <laughs> these are completely different characters. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Amy Poehler, so she's one of my favorites. And it's, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I stopped really because I mean I could have really easily started this back up again in January and just and I, didn't. And I have to ask because the common complaint and something I can speak to about Parks and Recreation is that they had I want to say a ten or twelve episode first season that was completely different from the second season. That the second season kind of laid the groundwork for the show everyone loved. Yeah. That I never really got to pick Parks and Rec back up because I dropped it after the first season. Oh, no. You're saying you never, you're saying you made it through the first season hurdle and then still yeah, kind of well, lost I it? Made, okay. I, I made it through a couple seasons and there's a, there's a point in the storyline where I kind of dropped off. And I want to say that's more near probably season, somewhere in season three-ish. But for the first two seasons was I, I didn't have any problems with it. And I think it's a good choice yeah. for you to, like, especially after something like The Office to go to. Yeah. To kind of be on the same <laughs> mood, same so era-ish. Well, and honestly, like, these are shows that obviously, you know, were on a while ago and have stopped. And I, when they were out, I didn't feel any kind of interest to start watching them. So it's nice because obviously your tastes change mm. as you get older and more mature. Um, but... I mean, I would give it a try again. Like, definitely revisit Parks and Rec if you have stopped watching. It is fun. It is different. I think the first season of something is always going to be a little sketchy because you never know where they're going to go. But you start to really root for the characters and fall in love with them. And guys, it's Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman. Like, what? (laughs) And fun little fact, they have a new show coming out. It's called Making It. And it's unscripted. Well, mm. no, I mean, part of it is scripted. It's a it's a competition show about arts and crafts, and yours truly worked on it. What? Yeah, but it's coming <laughs> this summer to NBC. So if you miss them, NBC. Yeah. So if you miss them, you can watch you know Parks and Rec, and then you can watch Making It. It's actually kind of our theme among our non Netflixes. What? Yeah. Not like yeah. So like, well, Steve. What would you what'd you see, man? What you got? Um, what I watched this week, I watched a lot this week. But uh, what I'm going to talk about today is Donald Glover Weirdo, which Donald he's Glover not a Weirdo. What are you? Talking but Donald about? Glover, it's the name of the. Wait, the, wait, man. Who's wait? Who's Donald Glover, man? I don't know. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover you would who? also. He is uh, going to be Lando Cal- Calrissian in a Lando Calrissian solo movie, and he's won, he's won some awards for his show Atlanta. Yes, also and a wonderful he show. Drops this, this crazy. Insane video last week As, too. Well, that's Childish Gambino. That's a different that's guy. That's his twin. Yeah, it's true. That's it's, that's true. It's just kind that's, of like it's, it's kind oh, of like it's, it's like Ziggy Stardust and David it's, Bowie. They're yeah. different guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, everyone says Donald Glover and genius usually within the same sentence. The re- the the connection I was making is that this was I believe 2013, so it was at the height of Community. <laughs> the Donald Glover was on Community. Community show I love, sadly not on Netflix. Yeah. But this this special from Donald Glover is on there and it's like I'd never actually seen him do stand-up comedy before and it was really really good like it was just a really solid hour he went anywhere he wanted and what I always found fascinating by him and correct me if I'm correct me like correct me if I'm wrong but see he wrote on season one of 30 Rock yeah while Uh getting an MBA in writing some version of that but right yeah at a very very he was almost like an Eddie Murphy like prodigy at a very very young age was doing something like because I think Eddie Murphy was doing Saturday Night Live like at age 19 Mm. so something just like incredible where you're like what I can't believe you were doing that at that age and you had that job and by season like three or four of 30 Rock would have been season one of Community and Within two years of Community, he also had Childish Gambino, who was, do, who was on tour rapping. And then he also dropped an hour 
I don't know where this it wasn't a Netflix exclusive. I don't know where this hour actually went before we wound up seeing it on Netflix because I know it wasn't. I know I feel like he had a half hour on Comedy Central where he even made a joke about it where he was at a club and he did like 45 minutes and Comedy Central came up and like we loved it. It was great. We want to give you a half hour. But you can't do anything you just did in those 45 minutes. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> like, Restrictions. None of that. Restrictions. <laughs> none of that. So whatever this was, it was – but it was just so well done. Like you can kind of see the seed planted for a much more mature artist we see now in Donald Glover. So – In evolution, yeah. Like this guy that was an underachiever finally becomes an achiever. <laughs> by by no means. Donald Glover is the man. He's the man. So Donald Glover, as of that moment – because it was like season two or three of Community, and he had also written on Thirty Rock, and he had also like been a rap star. Man. Like, like his his career walking into this hour is one anyone would want and envy. Yeah, no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You, you sold me on being curious about watching. Mm, this it's very for good, sure, it's so. and it's just Funny. good comedy. Okay. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm sold. Well, you guys know that we're here every Sunday. Not next Sunday because it's Memorial Day weekend. However, you can always, if you're not tuning in watching live, then you guys can always download us on iTunes. Please give us five stars because the other stars don't really work. You just click from just all five. Why, why wouldn't you click? Why would you click anything else? And um, comment, comment there, you know, and uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout out. And always appreciate you guys listening and... Um, yeah, that I we always enjoy the comments and everyone like we we want to be the beacon of Netflixdom, so, which can be anything really. It's mm-hmm. it's like Comic Con at this point. So we're fine. the next big thing. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that we're Netflix already is, the next big thing. I'm saying we're the podcast about the next big thing. We're a podcast about the big right, thing. right. We're the dog. Yeah, we're the yeah. We're, we're the we're the Netflix picks weirdo. Okay, like oh, Donna Glover. Guys, yeah, yeah, that yeah. standard is there just like up here now. I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, fun. there's so much stuff that's on Netflix, so sometimes you got to go look and find things, and when you do, it's the hidden gems <laughs> that are like the most glorious, where you're like, oh, I haven't seen that in years, or oh, this is on Netflix. And so, I mean, I know that, I made the joke about Ashley Cheney and her hip, but that's not really the case. The reason we were playing the hippie, hippie shake oh, man. and Steve Kaufman had his choreography is because he touched upon one of the best oh. movies of all time. Oh, well, Tom Cruise movies of all time. And I mean, that's a lot saying because like I'm talking about the mummy. And OK, anyways, but you watched Cocktail. I'm about to ruin your segment, man. Oh, <laughs> so let me point. Let, let me explain. I have seen Cocktail in my youth. And I remembered it very, very well. I didn't realize this would be a moment that I would be citing what something I like to call the Peter Pan effect, which is, I'll cite it very briefly, which if you've ever rode the final flight of Peter Pan in Disney World or Disneyland, they're carbon copies of the same ride. As a child, it's amazing. It's as if you rode a pirate ship through Peter Pan, and the cartoons are to life, and they're sword fighting, and everything's going down, and it's amazing. If you've ever rode that ride as an adult... It's literally a 90-minute minimum wait for less than three minutes of animatronics that hardly move. Uh, I hey, call it, feels, that, it feels like the movie uh, Cargo. A little bit. like but, but Cargo actually didn't do anything. But like, so. I call that the Peter Pan effect. Gotcha. Whereas if you remember something fondly from a very long time ago, mm-hmm. you might not want to touch it again. Oh, how dare you, and sir? This is how I, I felt about this is how I felt about Cocktail. How dare you? Like I said, I'm sorry to ruin I'm sorry to ruin the, the segment in the first week. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me, man. But I just, 
I remember this movie fondly when it would air on TBS, and it's to a point where I honestly think TBS edited the movie. Because <laughs> rewatching this film this week, it was just so much, and then, and then, and then there were like six different inciting, and then, and then there were like six different inciting incidents. There, the the whole selling point of the film is that they were in Jamaica, but they were in Jamaica for like twenty minutes. Oh man, this movie I did not enjoy. What I. That I wish I had not picked it up. Dude, so, folks, I'm, you're banned from this <laughs> panel next week. Nice knowing. But we're, 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 we're not going to hustle. We won't, we won't be here anyway. So. so This is about the American dream, man. I mean, cocktails and dreams. This movie is about being a no-bum bartender and making himself something and winning the girl. I mean, but, and the girl happens to be Elizabeth Shue. I mean, come on. That's, that was, like, my dream. But, like, I just... It, like it's definitely those '80s value in like that '80s value of wealth and quippiness sure. that we don't necessarily it, value yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's I true. just what attracted to me this to this film on TBS in my 20s was two macho bartenders waxing political from behind a bar. The parts I didn't get to see, I guess, or the parts I don't recall nearly as fondly until I watched the movie again. We're just the. I'll tell you what, man. Like they're, the they're, full, you know what, though? I mean, I don't get it. Because if you said you saw the edited version, because there's parts of Elizabeth Shue and there's parts of Kelly Lynch. No, I no, mean, no. that like you see in the but full like, versions. Well, I don't know I, what you're talking about, bro. No, but what I'm saying is I remembered this film fondly until I watched it on Netflix and then in a full length, start to finish without commercials, without leaving the room. Okay, a little outdated. It, it's a little outdated, but the story never worked. The story, start to finish for me, never worked. And I think. There's something about watching it on TV on a Saturday afternoon while you do all your Saturday afternoon stuff that's completely Saturday different. Saturday afternoon stuff. Hey, I, like, what's that? That's, that's whatever you do on Saturday afternoon. Well, all right. Okay, go um, ahead. Right, Star- is the chat going down? Well, Stardew says he hasn't seen Cocktail yet. And same for Xavier. So it sounds like some of us might be watching Cocktail to have... If you like Tom Cruise, this is Tom Cruise at his best. Um, if this isn't Tom Cruise doing action movies. This is him actually acting. So if you want to see like another version of Tom Cruise Days of Thunder, Tom Cruise Top Gun, Tom Cruise Color of Money, Tom Cruise Cocktail, that's what you want to do. However, I do have a hidden gem that does hold up, and it stars a very young post the professional Natalie Portman. Ooh, what? Timothy Hutton's in this movie. And it's got oh Uma gosh. Thurman in it. It's called Beautiful Girls. And it's all about this guy who goes back for his high school reunion, meets up with his old high school buddies, and he has like this precocious next door girl neighbor. And, you know, he's kind of trying, and like, you know, and then it's, it's like revisiting, you know, he's like this big city guy, piano player, comes back to his like small little town. And, and like a lot of people in his town are still kind of doing the same things and kind of have the same issues. But not Dylan's in this. But this is my hidden gem. If you guys have never seen this, you like Natalie Portman. You got, and this is her Natalie Portman as a girl. Because like Amy's seen Natalie Portman as a woman, as a mom, for Annihilation a few like a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, it was February. Yeah, a few months ago. But mm-hmm. this is her probably fourteen, I think. Mm. Wow. And you see, yeah. So you see, like, yeah, because I mean, you really see her kid acting chops really, really done well in the professional or Leon the professional, mm. as it was technically supposed to be called. And then Beautiful Girls is the follow up that she's in. But it is a great feel good movie. And this is my hidden gem 
for the week. Um, you kind of gave out our fan shout-outs, right? I mean, Xavier Jones Jr. Yeah, mm, we got- Star Drew. Um, yeah, a few more. Don't no, and yeah, guys, always comment down below. If you have questions, you want to chime in, talk, challenge us to things, and saying, "Hey, why didn't you talk about this? Why don't you watch that?" We'll do it, or, or, or at least we'll try to. Yeah, so. for sure. Tweet at us. That's all you can do. Let all me right, know. Well, let me know something that Peter Pan affected you. Hashtag Peter Pan effect. Let Peter me let me Pan know if I'm dead wrong you. about. Let me know if I'm dead is. wrong about cocktail. Or if you guys just want to say like hashtag Where's Ashley Cheney? Mm. Um, Tag her in that. All right, so for the last few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit of... Steve, in the booth, do we got something for Netflix news? After Buzz TV News. Yeah, that works. Oh, it's here. We got I love things. it. I love it. Okay, so Netflix has $8 billion, and their mandate is to spend 85% of that money on originals. So that means you're going to see a lot more Netflix original film, a lot more original television, probably less acquisitions. Mm. So that's probably why you don't see community on Netflix currently. And we may see less of that, but they're going to be bumping up the quality, hopefully like not cargo, but uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I won't even argue with 13 reasons why, but like, yeah, no, I I think this is definitely a move that they've been, they've been at this move since they started with original content, which by the way, their first piece of original content was an acquisition. It was Lily Hammer. It was a Norwegian show yeah, uh-huh. that they just oh. like, Van stepped in from the um, Steve Van Zandt from the East street band and from the Sopranos. Oh yeah. Is, season one was great. And I re- recommend don't watching anything after that. <laughs> I, I'd go as far as to say two was fine. No, season two sucked. Um, but, but I'll, I'll mention that they're desperately trying to be HBO with their original content, that it has just an overall stamp of approval. And they have $8 billion to spend 85% of that. Which is funny, because HBO is trying to become as big a platform as Netflix. I mean, and here's the thing, that's where (laughs) the 85% of the $8 billion, that's why they're doing Bright Sequel. Sure, and Adam Sandler's probably going to get another Baker's Dozen of we'll films. Well, I mean, so but then here's another film that they announced that they're going to be doing, producing. Jennifer Aniston and Tig Notaro are playing the first ladies, meaning one is the president and one is the first lady in office. Comedy, obviously. So, but like they're they're going to be producing that. Our current, our current president and first lady. Yeah, like yeah, like like, like Jennifer Aniston's president, Tig Notaro is like oh, vice, uh, okay. as, as as the first lady. I'm too, into that. Yeah, in the office. Yeah. I. Oh, okay. Sorry. I. It's a narrative thing. Got it. And it's gonna be produced by Gloria Sanchez, which is the female division, the women's division of Gary Sanchez, which is Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and Adam McKay. So if you like that sense of humor, you like Jennifer Aniston, you like Tig Notaro, Hopefully, this combination will be good. I I think it's interesting that. For it, for that kind of side of a story to be told, that they're deciding to go with a comedy route. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, also, it's funny. Is, like, yeah, I wouldn't do why? a serious. I wouldn't do a serious. Like, version it doesn't of that. need to be hard hitting, like dry, like super serious. But it's like, oh, haha, But like, not really. Like oh. that wouldn't happen. Like, why not? I hope a. I hope it's not the mockumentary style. And b. Yeah. I hope we get to see Jennifer Aniston in that kind of light in the mockumentary, in like the kind of comedy that Parks and Rec is versus the kind of comedy that Friends is. We've never actually well, seen Jennifer. Hopeful. We've never seen no, Jennifer Aniston in that kind of role. So I, I hope that's not a weak spot in her game. No, I trust her. I mean, so okay, I trust her if, too. If you guys aren't Tig. familiar with Tig Notaro, Tig's she's got, amazing. Yeah, if you're not familiar with her, she has comedy specials on Netflix and 
on Tuesday, May 22nd, she's going to be having another one drop called Happy to Be Here. So mm. be sure to watch that. I'm going to wrap up with like a couple more things really quick, uh, which I didn't realize, but She-Ra, the animated version being done by DreamWorks, is going to be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I love that. And next week, here are your top five releases that you would be watching for, which we'll be talking about in two weeks. Number one, Steve Martin and Martin Short. An evening you will not uh, you will forget for the rest of your life, which seems very appropriate <laughs> that they would say that. Um, this is this this one is like you definitely know to be tuning in because I'll be talking about number two, the toys that made us also season two, and uh, they'll be talking Transformers in that more than meets the eye. No wrestling yet though. Um, there's going to be a film called. Abitha, Abisa, starring Gillian Jacobs. So if you liked <laughs> mm. Community, if you liked the TV show Love, and I'll be watching that and I'll be talking about it. Uh, four, Survivor's Guide to Prison. Oh. And number five, Explained. So we'll be talking one of those arrays of like in the next two weeks on top of the releases that come out next weekend. Um, but in the meantime, Amy Cassandra Martinez, where can everybody find you? On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Go and follow me on Instagram so you can watch all the videos, all that jazz, all the pictures. Um, they're all in my highlights as well. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I run YouTube pages for pro wrestling personalities. Four of them exact. Four of them to be exact. Like you the four horsemen. If you want to know which four, you got to follow me on Twitter. And you guys can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. Ashley Cheney will be back in two weeks with us. And uh, just remember, this is where you can find Netflix original film television releases, where we're going to tell you about the other stuff that's dropping on Netflix. You're going to get some news from us, and we'll also talk the hidden gems. So until two weeks from now, not next week, have a good Memorial Day weekend. We'll be back Sunday, 7 p.m. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 